And stop bookkeeping action, Charles. Are you kidding me? She set herself a reminder to get out of that chair and move. That's a smart use of a timeout. She's somehow still reading her emails while getting her heart rate up and moving her muscles. Healthy habits that could lower your risk of cancer. Uh-oh, it's Karen from the IT department. This is a wrinkle no one saw coming. She means well, but she just derailed the yoga class down in accounts receivable. There she goes to one of her usual distractions. But Susan just tosses her a no-look way. That's a crazy move. Let's watch that again. She's stretching, and there's the effortless side wave. Susan's putting on a clinic. Susan, from accounts payable, dominated. Just get moving. It helps in the prevention of so many cancers. Stand up to cancer and Optum want to help you reduce your risk for cancer. Visit TakeAHealthyStand.org. 1033 The Goat. Yeah, that's the one. K277 TQ Lafayette, 1420 KPEL Lafayette. Thirsty for intelligent sports talk? Sounds like you need a little goat array. 1033 The Goat. The greatest sports talk of all time. The rumors are true. People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Dave Schultz and Sports Chat are back. I'm back, baby! I'm back! One change, though. I'm sorry, that deal's now off the table. What? We live in a different world than we did just 30 seconds ago. Instead of waking you up, he's taking you home from work. Hey, Dad, you want to have a catch? I'd like that. Talking Cajuns, Tigers, Saints, all of it. I am your father. Buckle up, Acadiana. I feel the need, the need for speed. Ow! It's time for Sports Chat with Dave Schultz on 103.3 The Goat. Of the 2023 SEC Media Days, things are wrapping up. A lot of Radio Row has moved on. We have a full show for you today. Dave Schultz live in Nashville with Lyndon Burton back at the Palatial Studios on Bertrand Drive. Let's see, we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine interviews ready to go uh, for you today, including the quarterback of the South Carolina Gamecocks, Spencer Rattler, and the commissioner of the SEC, Greg Sankey. So sit back, relax. Uh, we may hand this off to Lyndon a little bit early so I can uh, mosey on out of here. He may finish up for the last five minutes or so, but uh, a lot of these interviews will run probably a little bit long, and so there won't be much time uh, at the end. We are expecting J.D. Pickell from On3 to join us here in about 15 minutes. We'll get his take uh, as SEC Media Days are wrapping up. But you may say they saved the best for last. No matter when there's a microphone or video rolling, you can usually count on Lane Kiffin to give you something to go with and he certainly did that today and he got it back just as much as he gave out let's hear what Lane Kiffin said about basically Paul Feinbaum motivating Nick Saban you know it's kind of like 
man, all these first-round picks, and he loses these coordinators, like, you know, that's why we have fine bombs, so he can motivate him every other year and say, oh, his dynasty's over, and, and you know, this is the end of Saban, and then we're like, hey, thanks a lot for pissing him off. Um, and Paul's always wrong on this subject, so, um, and he just did it again the other day. You know, if he doesn't make the playoffs, you know, it's, you know, he's not any good as a coach. So thanks, thanks, Paul. And so that came from an actual a question about the the state of college football and how we got transfers and NIL and leave it to Paul Feinbaum to come up with a response. Lane Kiffin just spoke in Nashville at SEC Media Days and had something interesting to say. Here's Lane Kiffin. Imagine like in professional sports, which again we are, so as far as it is with players, that you're coaching a player in camp and then they go, you know what, I don't like the way you're coaching me, I've graduated so I'm going to go, I'm going to go play for another team, um, you know, and teams know that, I mean people pre-portal and um, you know, they know who's who's going in, they know who's graduated, so you're really dealing with that too, and that messes kids up. I say like, it's really challenging for a kid. He's working out with his team in the off season, but then other schools are calling him about going there and him being fully invested when, hey, the strength coach yells at me, or I don't like the, where I am on the depth chart, and I can, deal, I can go, I can leave. You know, that's not really a good setup. Sure, but it's not only football that is dealing with this transfer portal. Nonetheless, this has been widely talked about from a lot of coaches, but Lane Kiffin calling it a disaster, Paul Feinbaum, what do you think of that? Well, he may be right, but talk about hypocritical people. Amen. Thank Does you. anyone remember who was negotiating with Auburn last year toward the end of last season while Thank his team, Paul. once ranked in the top ten, imploded and lost five straight games, including the Egg Bowl, the biggest game of the year? That was Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin leveraged that, that dalliance with Auburn for about an $11 million deal. So, I mean, he may be right about the state of college football, but when it comes to hypocrisy, Lane Kiffin just retired the trophy. That's a bar. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's see, that's the problem when we see these the hypocrites about college football, right? I mean, it's the transfer portal, right? And the what was it? The A and M pit. It happened right after the College World Series, right? The we knew Wes Johnson was leaving uh, to go coach uh, Georgia. No one begrudges that. That's a promotion. But the A and M pitching coach is coming to LSU. Probably for just a little bit more money, right? And I guess a chance to win championships, right? We mock A&M for never winning anything, but having all the money in the world. And now, you know, doesn't we don't look at it as the same way. I guess it's because we all grew up with all the college kids are playing for, you know, the front of the jersey uh, and, and not the money. They're doing it for a college education. They're doing it for a great experience. And we've been here for four days. And the amount of money spent on this is, has been phenomenal. And look, uh, and Dave, we can't lie to ourselves. Like, I know people love college football because they think it's more about the name on the front than the back, but that's not the case anymore. I'm sorry. Of course not. Of course not. And and finally, we're getting around to it's never going to be equal, right? No, I mean, I, there's what are we talking? A handful of students that are making seven figures, like literally a handful. Yeah. Right. It's like Angel Reese, Bryce Young. He's no longer doing it. Uh, Livy Dunn. Anybody else? 
That's uh, those uh, Ronnie James and Caleb Williams. Okay, and I haven't seen one thing for Caleb Williams. What's his NIL deals? Let's see. I'll tell you real quick. And Bronny's coming from his dad. That does, does that really count? <laughs> I mean, look, he, he had him before. Uh, he had him with, like his major one is, is not with LeBron. His major one's for his gaming stuff. So yeah, so now these guys are making some money. And oh, Caleb people... Williams' NIL evaluation from NBC Sports is. $2.6 million. He's the second highest in college football. He has deals with Atlantic Brewing Company, or Athletic Brewing Company, Fanatics, AT&T, Beats by Dre, AC Ion Water, and one other that I cannot see Have, right have you seen any of those ads? Uh, I did see the Beats by Dre. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I haven't seen any of those. Again, maybe it's on Instagram, maybe it's TikTok. It's places that I don't go. But I'm saying that, you know, and I'm not sure about those evaluations, right? We found out that some valuations were not nearly as much as like on three would claim. See, but that's still, why, but that's why I went to NBC Sports. That's not a on three. That's a that's straight well, from NBC. You know, so right. I, no, I don't think anyone's lying on purpose. I just True. think that maybe they've been inflating it somewhere along the way. Uh, but that's it, right? I mean, we only have a handful of people that are making that kind of money. Whereas, isn't everybody? Isn't every SEC coach making seven figures? Every single True. one of them. Uh, and some of them are making, you know, eight figures. And so, again, Paul Feinbaum's, you know, he's like, all right, state of college football is in flux. Although we have, and, and I didn't talk to him about, we've already made the adjustments, right? We've had the transfer portal for, like, this is year number three at the same time as NIL. And I spoke to this with Greg Sankey. We've already made some adjustments to the transfer portal, right? They set that last year, they set up, this is when you can go into it. Uh, and this is the the last date you can, this is the last date you can go into it. All right, so we have two time frames when you can go in the transfer portal. You can come out when you want, but you can only go in at certain times. And I think that's uh, we've made these we've made some adjustments. We're going to make some adjustments again with the NIL. Right, we've we've got Congress getting into this. They, they've presented a bill here. I guess it was yesterday or today. We actually, Democrats and Republicans, trying to work together for the betterment of uh, the student athletes and kind of overriding what the states are doing. So we're going to have, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, how federal law trumps state law. I'm moving forward with this, right? Because Florida can have one law. Georgia can have another law. South Carolina can have a different law. New York can have a different law. Texas can have a different law. California can have a different law. That's why... You know, the, the college coaches, and I guess Cam Womack made his way up to uh, D.C. To, to meet with some senators to say, hey, we need some help. We need to get this under control. And I'm not even sure some of the powers to be really care that some people are making a little bit of money. I think they care that it's kind of a free-for-all. I think that's what the issue is. Yeah, they don't like that, that it's the Wild Wild no, West and there's no, they have no control. Yeah. There's no, there's, yeah, there's no guardrails here. So, again, I think we'll figure out the the... Uh, the transfer portal moving forward, I think that NIL deal is a little bit more tricky when, you know, you get a Supreme Court that was, you know, unanimous 9 nothing, and, and kind of laughed in the NCAA's face when they tried to prevent it. And so we shall see uh, what happens going forward. All right, 269-1077-269-1077. What do you guys think about what Lane Kiffin said? And as Paul Feinbaum said, you know, Lane Kiffin is in the middle of the season negotiating a deal for Auburn. Some people would claim that, you know, because it leaked, he decided not to take it. And 
you know, his team went in a tailspin and he was heading to the Plains. Uh, I think Auburn, you know, ended up being fine with Hugh Freeze. Uh, so we'll see what happens going forward. But that's the problem that people have. It's that, you know, on one hand, you get these people who have all the money, right? Lane Kiffin doesn't need any more money. He should have all the money that he's ever going to need up until this point. And he's still, and he started coaching very young and he's going to be making a ton of money for the next 20 years. But he's complaining about it. You know, finally people are getting a chance to move along because coaches can move along at any point in time, but it's a problem if the kids do, and now the kids are finally making a little bit of money, and some outside forces are not appreciative uh, of that. All right. Anything else going on? What what do we got here with the uh, with the British Open there, uh, Lyndon? That's really the sporting oh. event and the Women's uh, World Cup. I didn't realize that started, now, that it started that, this morning. Now, the Women's World Cup is something I'm following, but... The British Open, Dave, I'm not the biggest golf guy, but uh the Women's World Cup, I can give you some updates on. <laughs> That's outstanding. <laughs> I want to hear your World Cup updates. Oh, look, I love the Women's World Cup because this is the one soccer I didn't event. ask you why. No, 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 oh, stop. no. Stop. I, I didn't ask you why. I just I wanted an update. I, just, I, just I don't think, think you paid attention to this at all today. What is what mean? I'm going to is do, what do I'm do getting. The Women's at. World Cup? Yes. Oh, no, 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 no. New Zealand uh, dominated their first game as they beat Norway 1-0. to zero. They're, the, they're ahead in their group. Um, Australia beat Ireland 1-0 to zero as well as they're ahead in their group. And the USA looks to play tonight in their group, who the USA's group is Vietnam, the Netherlands, and Portugal. The USA is going to destroy Vietnam tonight. But it was a good showing by uh, New Zealand because they have a stud, an absolute just baller in their right. striker. Um, uh, hold on, let me get her name. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to butcher Hannah. Hannah Wilkerson. Hannah Wilkerson okay. is one of the best women's soccer players in the country. I mean, in and the did world. you say they dominated? They dominated them one to nothing. Well, in soccer, Dave, a one to nothing can be a domination because of controlling right. of possession. And New Zealand right. controlled the possession of Norway for majority of the game. And how many wins has had uh, New Zealand had in women's World Cup soccer? Uh, overall. Overall. Oh, I, I'm not sure about that. But okay, okay. So for somebody who doesn't, yeah, that would be number one. This was their first win ever in World Cup play. Oh, okay. Well, I First didn't game. look. Um, I didn't know that, but good for them. But I yes. But I'm excited to see what goes on tonight. I expect America to bring home the World Cup again. Okay. Shout right. out to Alexis uh, me- Morgan and um and um my, what's um blanking on my girl's name. It's not Abby Wambach. Oh, Megan Rapino. Shout out to her too. Okay. Yeah, her last go around. All right. Yep. Uh, meanwhile, we got uh, Emiliano uh, Grillo, Tommy Fleetwood, and Christo Lembrek. Uh, as uh, all tied at five under, uh, and at the uh, I guess the first round is over. I guess some guys are still on the course, but those guys are the top uh, top dogs. Uh, Christo is a, is an amateur, so he is leading the Open Championship at five under par with Tommy Fleetwood and Emiliano Grillo. All right, let's take a timeout. We're supposed to get JD Piquel from On Three talking a little SEC Media Days. All right, stay with us on one zero three three. The goat. It's a good thing goats have four stomachs. Otherwise, there's no way we could swallow some of these takes. Hey, goat, what's going on out there? 103.3 The Goat.
the greatest sports talk of all time. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now, but I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code TRUNK for an extra $0.25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out any time right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code TRUNK for a $0.25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code TRUNK. Hi, we're Comparing Insurance Agency. Right now you're thinking, Comparing? Never heard of them. We know. We also know that you have no idea that Comparing Insurance Agents are local and provide expert advice. So to help it stick, we're going to say local agent four times in the next 15 seconds. Ready? Go. Our local agents know you and your community. Our local agents offer insurance from top carriers. Our local agents have minty fresh breath. Find us at ComparingInsurance.com. Comparing Insurance Agency. Local agents. Expert advice. And there's number four. Lafayette Roofing. From the roof to the roots of Acadiana. We know issues with your roof can be intimidating and maybe even expensive. But not if you call Lafayette Roofing. Big or small, we handle it all at a price you can afford. We also offer our standard five-year labor and materials warranty. Lafayette Roofing takes pride in being in the heart of Acadiana and the official roofing company of your Rage and Cajuns. So if you need a roof, who else would you call? Call Lafayette Roofing. Our name says it all. 237-ROOF. That's 237-7663. Dwight Andrus, a division of Hub International, is Louisiana's premier employee benefits and commercial insurance brokerage. Dwight Andrus can insure just about any risk that your business faces. Dwight Andrus specializes in the construction, healthcare, real estate, and hospitality industry. Chances are, you're probably already doing business with someone who does business with Dwight Andrus. Dwight Andrus, a division of Hub International, ask to speak with Harry Pata or Brant Etier. Visit them at DwightAndrusInsurance.com. St. Joseph's Indian School is much more than a school for Native American children. It's like a family. Classes are fun here. I am learning about my culture. Since 1927, St. Joseph's Indian School has provided children the education, health care, and support they need to succeed. To help give our kids brighter futures, learn more at stjo.org today. If it wasn't for goats, we wouldn't have coffee. Look it up. I'm going to get some coffee. You want some coffee? No, thank you. I'm fine. And the best sports talk in Acadiana. 103.3 The Goat. Back to Sports Chat with Dave Schultz. Live at the SEC Media Days in Nashville. I'm 103.3 The Goat. All right, Dave Schultz back at SEC Media Days 2023, live in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, we are powered by Droit Andrus Insurance, a division of Hub International, along with Lafayette Roofing. We are joined by J.D. Piquel from On3, your first SEC Media Days. What would you think? 
man, it is a it's a production, isn't it? <laughs> it sure is. I mean, but it was unbelievable. I mean, not just the the personnel that was here from the teams and the, and the coaches, but I mean, just everybody in the media as well is just, I mean, top notch. So it's been a phenomenal experience, and uh, excited to take the show to Dallas next year. What were you told beforehand, and and what did what was the result? You know, I think uh, so. I went with some other people that hadn't really been to SC Media Days either. The only person oh. in my immediate circle that had been that I had talked to at all with Andy Staples. Okay. And so going into well, he's it, it was like, yeah, he's, I mean, he's yeah. well seasoned for sure. Yeah. I mean, one, one of the best in the, in the industry, no doubt. But I mean, I think going into it, like you don't really know what to expect. You try and be as proactive as possible on the front end. And then when you get into it, you're trying to be reactive. And, uh, but no, I mean, it was absolutely unreal and, and have enjoyed every second of it. You probably got more access to more coaches. We did get Brian Kelly, but some coaches are into it and some not so much. Sure. Yeah, some are just slipping out the back door and, and are happy to, to do the podium and others want to chop it up, but I mean to the same degree, um, I mean, like, like this, this is for us, right? I mean, this is this is for people in the media. That's why it's SEC media see, I, see, I mean, I, we're here, but I think it's for the fans. I, yeah, I, I sure, think the fans, sure. I, I know we get 100%. a lot of coach speak, and we understand the coach speak, and the fans are the coach speak. Yep. But the fans also, like, all right, college football is around the corner. Totally. They actually care what Spencer Rattler might say, or, or I had Tonka Hemingway on earlier today. They, they may care what they say compared to always oh, just, you know, out of the cliché. Right, book. right, without a doubt. No, I mean, even, even that part of it's fun, too, is like, sure, okay, what sure. can we read into of this cliche they said? What does that mean for us? And, right. I mean, the refreshing thing about it, and you probably could attest to this as well, there was no enormous mega storyline that shook oh, up the were, whole event. you were so wrong. Like, there was nothing, like, you the were closest so... thing was Lane Kiffin asking about somebody's yeah. mom, you know? Well, that, like, that, was, that was first. But, that but was about as sa- close as we got. Saban laid an egg with carrot cake. Sure, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, the, the refreshing part about it was it was like, okay, you know, you got to day three, end of day two, and you're like, okay, we're just talking ball here. Like, we're just looking right. forward to actually playing this schedule out and seeing who comes out on top. And the league is in a tremendous spot with, with how great Georgia's been and how good Alabama could be and all the storylines around them. Like, it was really about ball, which I thought was, was phenomenal. It was really refreshing in a lot of ways. We're talking with J.D. Piquel at uh, SEC Media Days on 103.3 The Goat. I guess the only one coming in would have been the off-field issues that Georgia has sure. had. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And I guess that even in itself lends itself to some storylines. But right. for the most part, it's like, hey, what are we going to get out of Florida? What's LSU going to be? How is Jay and Daniels going to look? What's, like, there were just so many things that were all relating to between the white lines, which I was a big fan of. And I think, I think at the end of the day, too, most college football fans, like, like that's that's probably the bread and butter, right? I mean, the storylines are fun, and it gets us through all the way to the season. But we're at that time now; we can kind of start peeking over the hill and being like, "All right, who we got week one? LSU, Florida State. Okay, I'm right, into that. Right. Like, you know, we can start talking about that with a little more certainty, which is awesome. Were there any players that stuck out? I mean, I was impressed by. I don't know if impressed was the word, maybe shocked that you know a couple of these players are married. Luke Deal from Auburn married. Jaden Crumity engaged, right? He, we had a good line, you know, because he's like six five, three oh five. I was like, did you get down on one knee? He's like, the getting down part was not the hard part. The getting up part was. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, uh, it was fun hearing Luke uh, speak in the uh, electronic media room. Right. He was talking about just how he's a fan of college football as a whole, and he loves going and playing in Baton Rouge. He loves playing in the swamp, and he loves playing in Athens. Like how that? I mean, that that was just so pure, and uh, I thought was. I mean, just one of those things where you're like, man, this guy gets it. Like, this guy is one of us, but is in uniform. Uh, Joe Milton might be Optimus Prime playing quarterback. Okay. Like, 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 walking around these halls, I shook his hand, and I'm like, 
It's a good thing I went in there real firm because if I went like you know limp fish kind of style, like, right, I, I may right, be leaving right. in a cast. Like that's that's the the grip strength he was dealing with. So I mean that was one of the big things that stuck out was just how massive of a human being which, he was. Which is interesting because a couple of the offensive linemen and the defensive linemen they will do softer handshakes because they're afraid that they're going to hurt. <laughs> that especially they're going to hurt me. Mostly they're concerned about me. I'm like. A little grip, a little, a little tug will yeah, be, you hey, know. Wait, we're at me today. You won't, you won't hurt me. Let's go. Let's you won't roll with it. Right, right, yeah. Right, right. One of those deals. Talking to J.D. Piquel, uh from on three on a uh, Thursday. I forgot the day. Thursday they afternoon. They all blend together. <laughs> they it's, really do. It's media day. That's, that's the day. Of the day week. four. It's day four. Day four Thursday afternoon sports chat on 103.3 The Goat. All right, so prediction time. Who, where, who do you think and why? Man, I got Bam out of the West. I mean, I just, I just think there has been so much said about Saban, and maybe you noticed this as well when he's walking through the halls during media day and he's on the podium. We got a really loose version of Saban, in my opinion. We did this year, didn't like, we? He just, yeah. Maybe it's because he's been doing it for a long time, and right. like he doesn't have too much of a concern about media days. That may very well be the case. The way that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, if, if you're sitting at the poker table and you got a winning hand, like. Don't need to say a whole lot. You don't need to be nervous. And it felt like he just kind of maybe knew something that we don't know. Okay. When it surprised me, and I don't sure. think would be unsaving like. So I think I got Bama out of the West. And then it's hard to go anywhere besides Georgia in right. the East. Uh, a team that's not getting talked about enough, Kentucky. Like mm-hmm. Devin Leary, man. I mean, I've, I've said it a couple times, but his resume that he's bringing to the table, a lot of people forget. Like he was potentially in that first round conversation before he got hurt at NC State and he was one of the top quarterbacks coming back from uh, the season before in 2021 and there was so much hype around Will Levis and what he was going to be and I mean Devin Leary's put together a better resume you take their best seasons uh, than Will Levis did so to answer your question prediction wise we're taking Bam out of the west Georgia out of the east but Kentucky's going to be a hurdle for somebody in the SEC. Well, what about if LSU loses the West by one ball game? Just they they only they beat Florida State. Sure, they lose to Alabama. Can they get into the playoffs? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of it too will depend on what happens outside of you know the SEC and you know what does the Pac-12 look like and does you know does the, it really matter the Big Twelve? Yeah, does I mean, the Pac-12 hey, count. Hey, let's keep an eye on USC. Now. I mean, <laughs> USC. I think. I mean, I'll, I'll if we're talking about predictions, we're about that time. Like, I think USC is a playoff team. Oh, um, really? I mean, at this point. In time just the way that uh they're primed with their roster and caleb williams and i know that's not going to be music to a lot of people's ears in louisiana and i understand that but i mean i think that the pac-12 if there were a team you're picking i'm picking usc and if not i don't think there's a team out of that conference at all so next year not to jump too far ahead but next year lsu is scheduled to play usc and ucla uh in vegas correct LSU one of one USC of them is in vegas I one think. of them is in vegas that's yeah. gonna be a good time yeah. now yeah, I is mean, it, is watching, it possible? watching the game. I don't know about the people at the game what that's going to be like, but I'm sure watching that game it'll be a real good time. Yeah, I don't know if a Vegas hotel or a casino, or in this case a football stadium, has ever run out of alcohol, but that may be a first hey, if, you're, if you're dealing with the LSU crew. Will it? It'll be. You the saw what they did with the, with, the, with the Jello shots <laughs> in, in Omaha. They don't mess around. Now. No, they don't mess around. <laughs> they don't mess around. Not at all. All right, let's wrap this up with JD Piquel on a Thursday afternoon sports chat uh, next year in Dallas. Uh, usually this, to me, I've always thought that this SCT Media Days is in between things, right? There's really nothing else going on. I know the British Open is going on, but that doesn't really compete with SEC Media Days. But it's usually after the All-Star break. Next year, it's smack dab, same time as the All-Star break. Okay. And the same city. Like, the, it's in downtown Dallas, and the All-Star game is in Arlington. Okay, I didn't uh, know that. All right, well, now we got to get... know that. All right, so now, A, can you get me tickets... And B, uh, how do we get you to throw out the first pitch? 
Man, if I'm throwing out the first pitch at any event, something <laughs> something wildly irresponsible has happened, and there's See, been some I, glitch in the system. I, I don't buy that. I feel like I feel like just watching your shows, you would be in training for like a month. <laughs> in, in fact, that. if they only gave you 72 hours, you wouldn't do your show. You'd be like, I'm going to throw for eight <laughs> hours a day for the next three days. We'd make sure we got the show done. Uh, there would definitely be some some rigid, regimented prep time if that were to be the case. But uh, I would be wildly surprised, as I think a lot of other people that know me would be, if that if, uh, if that ended up being the case. But I'm, I'm flattered that you uh, that you think that. Well, what do you think about uh, you know Texas and Oklahoma and going to Dallas next year? It's going to be exciting, man. I mean, in, in terms of adding just, I mean, think about how weird it was seeing UCF and Houston and BYU and Cincinnati all at Big 12 media days, like adding Oklahoma and Texas to SEC media days and just the product that it, that it is, uh, it's going to be weird. It's going to be an eerie feeling to it. Um, I'm thinking about who could even be there for Texas at that point in time. I mean, does Quinn Ewers stick around another year? If he does, there's probably a lot of questions about Texas. Right. Um, are we talking about Arch Manning this time next year being the guy? Are we talking about, you know, what Oklahoma's going to look like with Jackson Arnold? Like, there, there's just so much that is uh, open-ended at this point and I think could just drastically change the way that we talk about those teams next year. Um, how do we talk about Brett Venables when we get to that point in right. time? I mean, are we talking about, hey, is that seat kind of hot in Norman? They only won seven games this year. What do they look like in the SEC? It's not getting easier. So just the conversation and storylines around is going to be fascinating. I'll say this. If either one of those teams wins the Big 12, I am so fascinated to see how they look when it comes to media votes in the SEC mm. preseason. That's going to be mm. something else. That will be interesting. All right, I've been calling this for a year. I love it. I said Texas is going to go into Tuscaloosa and beat Alabama. I've been saying that for a year, okay. mostly based on who Alabama is losing. Fair more than more than anything else. Fair. Tell uh, tell people how uh, they can watch your show uh, on three. Yeah, hey, any way you want it. That's the way we got it. I mean, if you're if you're if you're, <laughs> if you're in podcasts and Apple and Spotify, you can find us uh, the Hard Kent with Jody Pickles. What you'll type in if you want to watch on video where we're live twice a week, 11 a.m. Eastern. You just go ahead and look for the On Three YouTube channel, and you'll find us. But no, y'all have a phenomenal show, man. I really appreciate you having me on the go. J.D. Piquel going all journey on us any way you want it. Yeah, that's the way you can get it. Uh, I appreciate your time. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank all right, you, let's man. take a time out. We have Spencer Rattler coming up and Tonka Hemingway, uh, both with South Carolina, on a Thursday afternoon sports chat powered by Lafayette Roofing and Dwight Andrus Insurance, a division of Hub International. We're uh, 103.3 to go. Thirsty for intelligent sports talk? Sounds like you need a little goat array. 1033 The Goat. The greatest sports talk of all time. Do you have heart failure and often hear... Those stomach issues ruined your birthday. You're too tired to play catch, Grandpa. Sweetie, you haven't touched your tools since the carpal tunnel syndrome diagnosis. If these seemingly unrelated symptoms sound familiar, talk to your cardiologist. Ask about transthyretin amyloid cardiomyopathy, or ATTRCM, a rare and underdiagnosed disease that gets worse over time. Learn more at connecttoyourheart.com. That's connecttoyourheart.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. Dan Hicks with Paul Azinger, welcoming you back to the Healthy Stand Classic and Zing. She has been absolutely tremendous today, but it all comes down 
to this shot. It does, Dan, and you couldn't ask for better conditions. 68 degrees, just a slight two-mile-an-hour breeze and a UV index of three. This is absolutely critical. That is right. This direct exposure to midday sun could be increasing her risk to melanoma. It looks like she's making a change. Yeah, she's putting that putter back in the bag. Now let's see what she takes out. Oh, wow. It looks like she's pulling out a 15. I don't know. It looks like she's going with a 30. Strong choice. She's going to want to use the recommended SPF 30 even on a cloudy day. And notice how she's using broad spectrum sunscreen and a generous amount too incredible that was a masterful performance that was pretty good too stand up to cancer and optum want to help you reduce your risk for cancer visit takeahealthystand.org before i was adopted i felt alone i felt nervous that i wouldn't have a family I was getting older and older. I didn't think I was going to get adopted. With help from the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption, Lexi, Connor, and Lashona now have a forever family and the foundation for a bright future. When I was adopted, it was like, wow, I get to settle, and this is permanent. After I was adopted, I felt happy. Adoption changed me for the better. I feel like I can be whoever I want to be. Every child deserves a safe, loving, and permanent home. Help the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption find forever families for children who have been lingering in foster care the longest. Learn more at DaveThomasFoundation.org. What is dedication? The thing that drives me every day as a dad is Dariana. We call him Day Day for short. Every day he's hungry for something, whether it's attention, affection, knowledge. And there's this huge responsibility in making sure that when he's no longer under my wing, that he's a good person. I want him to be able to sit back one day and go, we worked together, we did a good job. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. In the jungle, the It just isn't the same without the lion. Join the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance today. Visit sdzwa.org. Pardon us while we butt in with a little common sense. 1033 The Goat, the greatest sports talk of all time. Dave Schultz back on a Thursday afternoon sports chat at SEC Media Days 2023, powered by Lafayette Roofing and Dwight Adner's Insurance. And Division of Hub International, we're here with South Carolina quarterback Spencer Rattler. Again, I'm talking to all the guys. This seems to be the uh, the SEC Media Days seems to be the uh, NBA playoff version for college athletes. You guys are studded out. What I mean, you got the suit, you got the rattlesnake diamond necklace and the white sneakers are you wearing converse uh these are these are dior converse oh, yeah. <laughs> dior converse all right that's a high-end converse um uh, who picked out the the outfit because it looks sharp um you know shout out to bp skinner uh he, he runs a suit suit shop down in uh columbia and uh we did a lot of good stuff last year um he definitely hooked me up all right just talk to us about i mean you've had quite the ride in college football highly recruited oklahoma worked out for a little bit and then didn't work out and now you found yourself at south carolina what has this experience been like it's been great you know getting here to south carolina has been nothing but a blessing you know obviously thankful to coach beamer and the fan base and everybody that made this happen um just happy to be here had a great first year ready to stack on it and have even a better second year how long does it take to learn a new offense uh 
takes a little time, but once you uh, put it together, you feel all comfortable. Uh, it just takes reps and repetitions. That's all it takes. Well, we saw Kirk Cousins having issues, and he's a 10-year pro, right? You've been playing a while, but not nearly as long as he has. So, you know, how long does it take to you go from thinking about it to reacting? Um, that's a good question. Uh, I feel like it's different for everybody. Quarterbacks have different strengths, learn differently, uh, react differently, like you said. But uh, I think throughout camp and throughout repetitions and doing it and seeing it and messing up a few times, you're good. So he's got his offense, and but he wants to play to your strengths. So where do you come in saying, I'd be really good at that, I'd be really good at that, maybe we don't do this? Yeah, no, Coach Dow, he uh, loves input from me. Uh, that's why I respect him so much. He loves to listen. Um, we definitely work off each other and his offense I'm comfortable with and then if there isn't something hey we'll speak about it but it doesn't mean we're going to totally can it you know we're going to work it out not just for my strengths but everybody's strengths so I think that's a positive thing about Dial and he's a great coach we're here with Spencer Rattler South Carolina quarterback on the Thursday afternoon sports chat 103.3 the go alright one play that I despise but you have to use it though I refer to it as the pick six throw it's the near hash to the far sideline and you got to be real sure that 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 D-back is not biting on that but you need it to loosen up how 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 nervous are you trying to make that throw it, it doesn't matter if it's you tom brady aaron Rodgers. that is a pick six throw no yeah it's definitely you want to kind of limit those uh if you can but if you can if you can fit it in there we had some last year we fit in there somehow but uh well, place to set up the next play is the goal route exactly but no something i saw a, a big percentage of my interceptions last year which i had way too many than i ever wanted and we'll definitely limit those this year um they were mainly to the left from from like the right middle right hash so that's something i've been working on definitely seeing it on tape and something we'll we'll talk about so is that something you need to look to the left first as a, as a right hander you're looking to the right automatically i think it's just you know repetitions getting your mechanics correct and just firing the ball you know nothing nothing too specific about it I'll admit it. I'm, I'm impressed Shane Beamer's done a good job. I think he's done a great job. I thought he got the job because of his last name. But what has he brought to South Carolina? He's brought a lot. He's brought just a great culture. Uh, he's a great leader. Um, you know, obviously a great coach. And, um, you know, he's got our team headed in the right direction. All right. Other than the interceptions, what were you thinking you were good at when you came into college? And what do you think you've improved on since? Mm -hmm. um, always been a great thrower of the ball. Very accurate. Um, something I want to improve on is running the ball a little more. Um, that's I feel like my body's better than ever right now 215 pounds feeling strong feeling feeling quick um but yeah you know definitely want to improve in all areas but i feel like i've always been a great thrower and super confident in that all right one more serious question they put out the top 20 senior quarterbacks there is a long list of guys that are i was looking at it from the senior bowl perspective but you're on that list obviously you see that kind of competition and you know senior bowls out there getting drafted is out there how do you judge yourself versus that list and that didn't even include the top two guys who are carolina and and usc mm -hmm. yeah i don't i don't really look at lists um you try try your best not to look at them um because at the end of the day you know, the play is going to determine everything. A uh, preseason list doesn't mean anything. And, um, you know, I've seen that personally. So a preseason list doesn't mean anything. And you got to play to earn your spot. Well, Joe Burrow would be a great example of that. All right, one more off-the-field question. Last night there was media karaoke. I missed it. Would have done a little Yacht Rock. What's your go-to karaoke song? You know, I really don't do karaoke. Uh, yeah, but but you sing. You know you sing. And you also probably think you're a good singer. So what would what would you be singing? Uh, Probably something R&B, something older. Probably like a Michael Jackson song or something. Got me working, working, day and night. I don't know. Something, something, something. <laughs> don't stop till you get enough? Don't stop till you get enough. That's right. All right, here's Spencer Rattler, quarterback, South Carolina, on a Thursday afternoon sports chat, 103.3 to go. Best of luck this year. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you. Dave Schultz back.
Dave Schultz back at SEC Media Days on a Thursday afternoon sports chat, 103.3 The Goat, powered by Lafayette Roofing and Dwight Andrus Insurance, the division of Hub International. We're here with Tonka Hemingway, defensive lineman, South Carolina. Uh, what's the experience like when you found out you're coming to SEC Media Days? Uh, it was a real experience, you know, learning from a couple, and you learning to know that you have to talk a lot. You know, I, I was a real quiet guy. Then, like two weeks ago, or or what? Oh no! Like in college, I didn't really say much, but you know, being in college is a great experience because I I feel like I got really better at that, learning to talk to people. And it feels like SEC Media Days is the kind of the college kids' version of like the NBA playoffs. Everyone's trying to make a fashion statement. You look pretty sharp. Yeah, I'm, I try. My parents helped me out a little bit. <laughs> Going with the shoot, I'm I seeing suit and sneakers. That seems to be the in vogue kind of thing. Yes, they're definitely shoot and sneakers. All right, uh, Shane Beamer heading into year three. You were there beforehand. What What's the biggest difference between what you saw before and and now, uh, Coach Beamer? Uh, you know, I probably say just energy, energy, and uh, keeping players up. You know, Coach Beamer stays the same almost every day. Really, no change. You know, he wants us to compete, and like if he 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 brings the type of energy where you want to back him up. Like you want to play hard for him, and you don't want to like let him down. He seems to get it, right? He seems to know. I don't want to belittle South Carolina, but he seems to know South Carolina's place, and they need help to promote it as a brand. And the videos that the PR department has him do, usually it's a joke on him, but he's okay with that. So it, what is that when he does those kind of things, how does that reflect, and how does that make you understand him better? Oh, it just shows, like, what type of person he is. It shows that he's not always, uh, boo, rah, rah, like, mad all the time. It shows that he has personality, and he can, he can be cool with you. We're talking with Tonka Hemingway, uh, South Carolina defensive lineman. All right, a couple of years ago, you, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, did you guys have, like, a former coach that was now playing quarterback and then led you to a victory? I mean, we, we were on, like, you know, we're take, there's no such thing as the JV team anymore, but it was kind of like you promoted somebody from the JV team. You guys won a football game with that. Yeah, uh, Zeb Nolan, yeah. He was, uh, I think, a GA, and he came in. <laughs> and I think he had one more year of eligibility. He was a pretty good quarterback where he was at. Yeah, he came in, he won the game against Vanderbilt, I think. I don't care who it's against. It was a game in the SEC. So as a defensive lineman, so I'm a big believer in the in the backup theory. When the backup comes in, everybody, you know, has to play a little better, lift their game up, right? Defensive line's got to get after the quarterback a little bit more. O-line's got to block a little bit better. You know, it's the, as far as I'm concerned, before your time, the Jeff Hostetler theory. When the Giants won the Super Bowl, the Bills missed the kick, right? Everyone's got to play better because the quarterback is not going to lead the way or else he would be the starter. So when it, when the GA is coming in to play, what does the defense got to think in that one? Well, you know, it, it was really, it was really the last drive of the game. So we just knew he was going out there and we just got up and like, it was like a timeout. Everybody on the defense went, got up, supported them, said, let's go, y'all got this. And they went out there and they scored. What are expectations for South Carolina here in 2023? Uh, expectations is keep things going and improve on every year that we had so far and show everyone that we can do this, that we can uh, make it. What did you? What were you good at when you got into college, and what do you think you've improved on since you got in there? Uh, I was probably, probably diagnosing the game, I pr- and I definitely got better at like watching film and better in my game, you know, changing positions. I was at edge when I first got first got in school and then I changed the D-line, D-tackle. Alright, last night I missed it as we're on a Thursday afternoon sports chat on 103.3 The Goat Media does a little karaoke. What's your go-to karaoke song? Uh, I don't know if I'll be doing you got, it. You got one. You definitely have one. You're singing in the car. You're singing in the shower. I know you're singing. You may not want to do it publicly, but what would be your song? 
uh, I probably will have a song. I probably I have an artist. Okay. His name his name Raw Wave. I I'll sing probably mostly any of his songs. Raw Wave. Definitely. Is that what you listen to before games? Yeah, a pretty a couple of his songs definitely. You think you can sing? Because I think I can sing. I know it's not true, but I would I would do karaoke just to you know torture the other people listening to me singing. Right. Uh, I know I know for sure when I was younger. I could definitely sing, but now, probably not too much. <laughs> when you were younger, you could sing. All yeah, right. a little bit. Uh, a couple more questions here for Tonka Hemingway, defensive lineman, South Carolina. All right, so Clemson is South Carolina's big rival. Who's South Carolina's big rival in the SEC? Oh, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably, a good question if you can't answer it. Yeah, it probably, it probably be the teams we play consistently, like Georgia, Georgia, Tennessee. Uh, yeah, teams like that. I probably say Georgia. It's always a good turnout when we play Georgia. And you were there when you, they beat you when you beat them. I, I came here the year after that. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. So let's wrap it up here, Tonka uh, Hemingway. Uh, what would be the one thing that we should look for differently this year from South Carolina than last year? You know how we how we approach the game. Probably seeing everyone play and see us fly around and see like so, show how much we love each other and love Coach Beamer. Tonka Hemingway, SEC Media Day, South Carolina defensive lineman on a Thursday afternoon sports chat. Thanks so much for hopping on. Best of luck this season. No problem. You too. John of John Wayne's Body and Paint talks about Nano of Acadiana and Nano Ceramic Protect. John Wayne, why are so many folks getting that Nano Ceramic Protect coating? People are taking much better care of their cars because they have to last. So this is one way that people can take care of their investments and make them last. Nano Joe O'Quan of Nano of Acadiana, you're the installer of Nano Ceramic Protect products. It's pretty impressive stuff, isn't it? Every day it amazes me. The 9H, the soft, even the way I look at vehicles now. If you want to protect your investment with a company who absolutely will treat you like family, get to know Nano Joe at Nano of Acadiana. You'll find him at 102 Speed Pro Lane in Scott, or you can give him a call at 445-3660. You can even check him out on Facebook at Nano of Acadiana. Your car your investment deserves this kind of protection from Nano of Acadiana. If you're hiring, it can feel like trying to find a needle in a haystack. You can hope the right person comes along, or you can just use ZipRecruiter. Like Marco, president of operations at Telly Tires and Auto Centers. ZipRecruiter helps me find all the right people, even the most difficult jobs to fill. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Now try ZipRecruiter free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash F-R-E-E. The waves were mighty and fierce as could be when my lady and I got lost at sea. We tossed and turned and we nearly drowned when my brave little boat went down. Whoa, 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 whoa. no, none of that's true. You haven't had a date in a year or two. The sea was calm and the sky was clear and you crashed right into the pier. Yeah, fine. Accidents don't just happen in sea shanties, so Progressive Boat Insurance has you covered. Take as little as four minutes to see what you can save at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates covered subject to policy terms and not available for all boats or in all situations. Hi, I'm Connie Britton, and I want to share with you the experience of Donna in Washington. She writes, I got injured about five years ago. I was let go, and because of the injury, I couldn't keep up with my schedule. I've tried to find other work, but I'm 68 now. No one wants to hire someone that old. 
This week is tough, though, because I had to get my tooth fixed. So I only have $10 in my checking account. But it will be okay. I at least have food because of this pantry. Millions of people face hunger. Some every day, just like Donna. The Feeding America network of food banks helps provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. Feeding America. 200 food banks strong. I'm Shanola Hampton. I support the Feeding America network of food banks because they help provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. Back to Sports Chat with Dave Schultz, live at the SEC Media Days in Nashville. I'm 103.3 The Goat. Lyndon, is this your karaoke song? What's this? Oh, no, that was just, I didn't have time to load something, so I just clicked. <laughs> no, my karaoke song is probably some Drake song. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, or, I could not do it last night. Or could not my, make it. My real karaoke, actually, my real, remember the time Michael Jackson, I know all the words yes. to that song. Well, you get the words for the karaoke. Oh, but you know, it's just, but I told you that, and you were like, but you got to know the song. Yeah, but if you and I but know, if you don't know the song, yeah. if you don't know the beat of the song, it doesn't matter if you see the words. That's if you know saying. the song, that you know, I don't know all the words to, you know, I just want to see it. If, I really want to see it tonight. But if you showed me the words, I would know the beat. If you showed me some Drake song, you would, I would know not it. know. Yeah, no, I got I would you. know how the song goes. So yeah, remember the time by Michael Jackson. That'll be my that'll be my choice. So you didn't make it, Dave, my man. I did what? not make it. No, we went oh. to we went to Nissan Stadium. We went to the uh, the Titans Stadium. I guess they're getting ready for an Ed Sheeran show. Uh, and then I went back to the hotel, and I thought I was gonna get ready to go. I got my shirt ready to go, and I was just gonna do a, a little change. And I, I'm too old. I couldn't. I couldn't hang. <laughs> Plus, <Bye>. I had. <laughs> Wait, Plus, you're getting uh, all the things. Hold on. I'm giving you all the sound effects. Bruh, bruh, okay. bruh. Yeah, yeah. I will say there were others that were, were a little bit hurting today, so there's oh, that. Is this your king? Huh? Is this your king, ladies and gents? Is this your king? My man was too old and had to hit the hay. Yeah, and I didn't get to sleep. I didn't sleep much anyways, so. Oh, you should have won. Not great. <laughs> I should have went. I could have. I could could have Ubered down there and Ubered back and just gone for an hour, hour and a half. Everybody had looked like they had a, a really good time. So it's a. Real. You know, we'll have to wait till Dallas next year to do that. <laughs> true. 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 true, true. Dallas is only five and a half hours, and I'm Birmingham is longer from Lafayette than Dallas is from Lafayette. Yeah. Look, I I got my hotel today for next Friday because I'm going to Austin. All of that's closer than than where you are right now. Yeah. Yeah. I will say that. I mean. I haven't been to Nashville in like 25 years, and it just feels like, I mean, it is Crane City. We got one out here. They said it's like a 60-foot tall building is coming, like right out. Oh, uh, wow. Right out in front of us. Um, I, I went around to try and find a bottle of liquor at a uh, at, at a well-known uh, establishment here. Couldn't do it. And no. they're, just building, they're just building apartments and condos galore. Uh, it, it almost feels like it's too much too soon. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if they get an NBA basketball team, watch out. Have it, 
or a Major League Baseball team, my goodness. And, well, they, it's and already, they haven't even started uh, building the new Titan Stadium yet. It's already bridal shower, like, uh, party central. Like, right. all, all yes. the bridal showers yes. go there, so. We're, yeah, we're only about 10 blocks away from Broadway. So we went mm. down there. We went to uh, where the Predators play. That okay. was the first night. I think I had, I think Tuesday was, I didn't do anything Tuesday. Tuesday, I just, I did nothing. I went back and did some work. As you said, just chillax. <laughs> I did. And then last night we went to where the Titans play. It was a really nice stadium. And, uh, again, they were getting ready for some event. We couldn't figure out if, if it was like they were taking it down for Taylor Swift or Beyonce or putting it up for Ed Sheeran, but mm. one or the other. Okay. Uh, so, but it's been, it's been a great, it's been a great four days. We had that little blip on Monday, but since then, we it's haven't been had great. no problems. I mean, yeah. How many, how many interviews have we had? One, oh, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven. I'm not yep. sure I counted that right, but that's pretty good. In four days, it would be, I'd say in sixteen hours, but really it'd be fifteen hours because we sort of, we sort of missed the first hour of the show that we we're on here. <laughs> It's all good. So, we figured it out. We found a way. And then tomorrow, look, tomorrow I have a great show planned for the people. Chris Rosvoglu, David Grubb, and Jake Madison all coming on, along with my nice. co-host Reg. Uh, we'll be discussing all this stuff, and we'll be uh, we'll do a little best of in the five o'clock hour. Play some of the best interviews from the week. But we got a great show planned for the people tomorrow. Well, we got Greg Sankey coming up here today. So that's a pretty good interview. Nice. Uh, we got Jaden Crumedy still to come. We got, um, Nick Roush still to come talking Kentucky. Uh, Zach Krantz from WQAM. I used to work down there in Miami. Um, he's coming on because again, it's one of those things where Mario Cristobal really did a good job recruiting really fast in his first year down in Miami, but it wasn't that they lost. They got blown out. They got blown out by Middle Tennessee State. They got blown out by Florida State. They got blown out by Duke. It's one thing, you know, when you're losing or winning close ball games. Like Manny Diaz was losing close ball games, but they were close ball games. They were in it in the fourth quarter, and you're trying to bring in Cristobal to get you over the hump, and he took a major step backwards. This is you think Billy Napier is under fire this year? If Cristobal does not win some ball games and stop getting embarrassed, it's going to be a problem. You know, as Zach will tell you, he's not going anywhere because he's only in the second year of a 10-year deal. But, oh, man, someone may want to renegotiate that contract. Yeah, no, I feel you. They are cleaning up. I mean, this contract was for 215. They are moving all the soda stuff out immediately. Nothing for these guys, you know, here at the end of the show, right? All the teams were done at 215. We have exactly a one, two, three... And me, four stations right now. We had 15 stations on this side of, uh, well, maybe, I'm sorry, one, two, three, four, five. We had, five, we got five stations going at it right now. We had about 15 stations or podcasters here throughout the week. We're down to five. There's some down the other hallway, but, uh, uh things are definitely wrapping up here, uh, in Nashville. It's been a great trip. Really want to say thank you to, uh, Darren Domain at Lafayette Roofing uh, and uh, Brant uh, Etier and Harry Potten at uh, Dwight Andrews, Andrews Insurance and mm -hmm. Division of Hub International for allowing us to come up here. It's been, it, I hope you guys think it was worth it. 
and uh, hopefully we'll be able to come back next week or next year. Also, we're still coming back. We're going down. We're still not done, right? Yeah. We will have a show on Monday. I'm not missing any time next week. We'll have a show Monday, uh, and then Tuesday and Wednesday we'll be in New Orleans, and then that will be different because it'll be less media personnel that I'll be talking to, and we get all the players of all the teams and all the coaches. So you'll hear from Mike Desimo and the Raging Cajuns. You'll hear from South Alabama, Kaywanek, and the players. You'll hear from all of them. And so I have to actually do some work and prepare for that <laughs> for, for Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday night. What are the chances you think, Lyndon, I'm going to do any work when I drive down to New Orleans on Monday? And how much work do you think I'll do Monday night? Oh, Monday night, straight up zero. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Lyndon's known me for three and a half months. And he knows exactly what's going to happen in New Orleans on Monday night. That's why, I, look, man, I got a lot of articles coming out and starting off with Livy Dunn today. So don't worry. I'm going to fill up the uh, the station's website while you'll be away or while you're chilling. Well, yeah, I just did, I just put one out there. Um, did, did it make the website? Um, They put out a good video. Uh, Shane Beamer was here today with uh, South Carolina, and South Carolina put out a good one. Yes, the Gamecocks. It's based on yes. the Sopranos. Yeah, you, it got yes. out. Yeah. All right. Good. All right. All right. Nice picture. Libby done on 103.3 The Goat. <laughs> we will uh, be back. Let's take a time out. Coming up next, it's Cousin Shane from that SEC podcast on a Thursday afternoon sports chat on 103.3 The Goat. Deals are back at SeizeTheDeal.com. This is your opportunity to buy gift certificates for half price. There are only 300 for sale, so when they're gone, they're gone. This week, get a $20 certificate to Market Eats for only $10. Market Eats menu includes selections like burgers, bowls, and Sunday brunch. And now open in two locations, E. Broussard and 1581 South Bernard Road in Broussard. These go on sale this coming Friday beginning at 6 a.m. Remember that there is a limited number available. SeizeTheDeal.com half-off deals. Get yours soon. Market Eats is your local neighborhood eatery and bar that offers original, from scratch, chef-driven creations, all served in a fast, casual environment. Market Eats has delicious burgers, bowls, tacos, and Sunday brunch. Many of their recipes are not your average recipes and were created by owner Brian McLean. Market Eats now has two locations to serve you, the original on E. Broussard and the newest location at 1581 South Bernard Road in Broussard and at MarketEats.com. Market Eats, fast, casual dining with a local flair. And we're live here outside the Perez family home just waiting for the... And there they go. Almost on time this morning. Mom is coming out the front door strong with a double-arm kid carry. Looks like Dad has the bags. Daughter is bringing up the rear. Oh, but the diaper bag wasn't closed. Diapers and toys are everywhere. Ooh, but mom has just nailed the perfect car seat buckle for the toddler. And now the eldest daughter, who looks to be about 9 or 10, has secured herself in the booster seat. Dad zips the bag closed, and they're off. Ah, but looks like mom doesn't realize her coffee cup is still on the roof of the car. And there it goes. Oh, that's a shame. That mug was a fam favorite. Don't sweat the small stuff. Just nail the big stuff. Like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Learn more at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. We are the NFHS. That stands for the National Federation of State High School Associations. But really... 
What we stand for, together with the LHSAA, are the 110,000 high school sports students in Louisiana. And so we stand. We stand for the runners, soccer, and basketball players. We stand for their coaches, administrators, and officials. We stand for the swimmers, football players, and wrestlers. We stand for the golfers, softball, and volleyball players. We stand as the national leader and advocate for high school athletics and all who participate in them and make them possible. Because it is our purpose to ensure that high school students get to play, perform, and compete together. To learn more about who we are and what we stand for, visit nfhs.org. K277TQ Lafayette, 1420 KPEL Lafayette.